<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, October 31st, Halloween night, 2019. And welcome to episode 227 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkChew.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Sorry for the little bit of delay here, folks. Of course, we've had some very wild weather down throughout, of course, our eastern part here of our WCWS listening audience. Of course, with uh, down here with uh, <clears throat> WCWS HQ down here in North Carolina, of course, getting a brunt of it, as well as, of course, also the uh, up through, of course, I'm sure John's neck of the woods, as well as, of course, uh, JD's neck of the woods here as well. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and let you know here. <clears throat> we will, of course, get things started here with our Wrestling News and Views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geronimo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Here in the TalkShoe chat box here, folks, we have the human suplex machine, John Gross, bringing us here tonight's wrestling history and, birth, history and birthdays. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway with tonight's itinerary here tonight, folks, let's welcome J.D. and John in to what should be a howling good time and possibly a frightening good time tonight on episode 227 of Wolfpack. <laughs> Properly put, of course, we're using our opening theme tonight, that of, of course, one of the, one of the legendary, one of the most iconic superstars in all professional wrestling, of course, I'm referring to The Undertaker. I'm sure John, J.D. Welcome and John both Welcome to my party. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from our group dedicated to another iconic uh iconic uh, figure or figures of course in the annals of professional wrestling of course i'm referring to d generation x of course the group is dxus are you ready if you care to join us from our live for our live video feed of wolfpack episode 227 from dxus tonight please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash dxu are you ready if you care to join us through talkshoe.com of course the phone number is always is one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight five two one pound. Press that one to one. You know anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include the following here, folks. In addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we of course will be giving our thoughts and opinions as to what took place last night with both AEW and NXT. Plus, also here, folks. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of our guys here are definitely going to have a lot to say here about this. Uh, what happened this afternoon, of course, over in Saudi Arabia at WWE Crown Jewel. Plus, also, I'll have you the results, of course, of the prediction title challenge stemming from Crown Jewel here tonight. Uh, as long as possibly, of course, we might be able to uh, might be able to present possibly a couple of belts out here tonight. We're not sure yet. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, of course, uh, keep you informed about that here as well. In the meantime here, folks, let's go ahead and get to our Wrestling News and Views here segment. And, of course, here to bring it to us from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared Geronimo. J.D., what's going on here in the Wrestling News scene this evening? 
And on this Halloween edition, we've got the news for you, and here's what we got for you, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight on NXT UK, these were the matches you could have seen. Jinny, J-I-N-N-Y, and Jazzy Gabbard took on Rhea Ripley and Piper Niven in a tag team match. AK took on Cassius Ono, however. Meanwhile, Joseph Connors defeated Roy Johnson, and in the main event, Jordan Devlin Howard took on Dave Mastiff, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. That was your main event, however, this week on NXT UK. Meanwhile, however, as we reported, however, mind you, however, it was a very interesting night of action on NXT and AEW, however. The viewership for NXT, however, mind you, however, did 580,000 viewers down from 698,000 the week before. AEW won the night, however, in the battle, however, with 759,000 viewers on TNT. NXT finished 32nd in the 18 to 49 demographic, however, 49 demographic in the ratings, however, and AEW, despite the fact that they had 963,000, produced 759 this week, however, finishing sixth. On the night, however, the World Series won, however, with 23 million viewers, however, in Game Seven. Speaking of the World Series, congratulations to John's boys, the Washington Nationals last night, who knocked out Zach Greinke in the sixth inning tower. As a result, the Nats captured their first World Series since 1924, producing a 6-2 victory and saw Steven Strasburg win the MVP for the Nats tower in the game. Meanwhile, tonight, however, we've got some action going on, however, here on this rare trick-or-treat Halloween night, however. At the end of the first half, Jimmy Garoppolo has had an amazing first half, as has Kenyon Drake, former Miami Dolphin, however, mind you, who has 10 carries and 70 yards and a touchdown for the Arizona Cardinals. But Garoppolo has completed 17 of 21 for a buck 72 and three scores, however, and the San Francisco 69ers, who of course defeated Chad's boys in a blowout last week in San Francisco, are well on their way possibly to a seventh win in the season, however, and are crushing the Arizona Cardinals 21 to 7 at the end of the first half. Meanwhile, in college ball, however, it has been a very intense first half, however, seeing Charlie Brewer complete 12 of 15 for a buck 24, while Austin Kendall has not had a good night, however, for the Wasps, Mr. G. Mountaineers. Never lo- Sorry about that. Definitely, there we go. As a result, the Mountaineers, however, despite the fact they entered the night 1-3 in the conference in the Big 12 and one game below 500 for the year, they're only down 7 nothing to the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears going into the second half at 7-0. Uh, I believe we have some other news to report here, folks, so we'll hold on a second. We're going to get this going on for you, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, according to reports of last night's NXT, Dakota Kai is listed as questionable, however, due to a hyperextended knee and have had her eyes flushed due to the greenness spit on her by Oscar last night. Kyle O'Reilly suffered a bruised eye during the main event match last night that saw him and his partner take on, of course, uh, uh, the team of Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, but it is not believed to be serious, however. And I believe there was one other news item I did hear. Oh, yes, however. We've got some interesting matches coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on SmackDown, however, in Buffalo. Among the matches you will see will be The Revival taking on The New Day, however. Roman Reigns will take on the uh, band singer himself, the bartender, boring, vest-wearing, uh, clown shoes himself, Lex Luthor wannabe, Baron Coxstain, Bully Corbin, however. In addition to that, the new Universal Champion, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, is set to appear on Miz TV. And in six-person tag action, you will see the huggable, lovable Bailey, however, not so much huggable and lovable anymore, team up with Mandy Rose, however, and her friend Sonya Deville, taking on Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, 
and Carmella in a six-person tag action. Okay. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with King NWO Duarte T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring you all the news. And we can tell you this Saturday coming up real quick, College Game Day will be live from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Jerry Lawler. And, of course, Beale Street in home of some delicious cue because this week we got the Memphis Tigers taking on the SMU Mustangs in a rare Saturday night treat. So this week, Beale Street will be the location in Graceland for a prime time for ESPN College Game Day. We've got an upset in the making here. Georgia Southern is being Appalachian State undefeated Appalachian State by 10 early in the third quarter, 17-7. Thank you very much, J.D. As I was saying, of course, J.D., along with King N.W.O. Duarte Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. <clears throat> uh, super, of, course, and of course, as far as GTS, of course, GTS is concerned. Super glue and uh, 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 super glue and duct tape. You cannot, you cannot, of course, beat that old-fashioned combination whatsoever. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, Halloween, October the thirty-first. Forty years ago today, which would put it at nineteen seventy-nine, in Nagoya, Japan, Giant Baba defeated Harley Race to capture the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Thirty-four years ago today, put it at nineteen eighty-five. WWF tapes the third episode of Saturday Night's main event from the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. The show airing just three days later featured the world premiere of the Land of a Thousand Dances music video from the CD called The Wrestling Album. Plus, also, they would have a Halloween party. I got that CD, The Wrestling Album. That's a good, that's a good CD. 29 years ago. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know it came out with a, in terms of like an, a record, but I mean, I also got, I have it on CD, which it sounded pretty darn good. Uh, 29 years ago today, put it at 1990, uh, yes, that's correct, WWF 24th episode of Saturday Night's main event from the Kansas Coliseum in Topeka, Kansas. The show airing on November 25th, 1989, was the end of an era as it had been the final match ever for Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard as a tag team whose partnership went back to the days of the Four Horsemen in the NWA. By the time the show aired, both Anderson and Blanchard were gone from the company. Blanchard tested positive for cocaine for a second time it was released, and Anderson left the company following the Survivor Series, which had already occurred by the time Saturday night's main event aired. Also on the show, the genius had defeated the champion Hulk Hogan by countout. But post-match, this is an infamous moment right here, Perfect smashed the WWF title belt with a hammer, Contrary to popular belief, the smashed remains would not be used as the hardcore title belt was born from a different smashed replica. And some people thought that was the case. I know that there's no connection whatsoever. Okay. 21 years ago today, we put it at 1998 in Tokyo, Japan. Mitsuharu Masawa defeated Kenta Kobayashi to win the All Japan Triple Crown Championship for the fourth time. 19 years ago today, put it at 2000, at a SmackDown taping in Rochester, New York, Ivory defeated Lita, Jacqueline, and Trish Stratus in a four-quarters match WF women's title for the third time. John did forget to mention this, of course, 25 years ago, uh, back in uh, 1994, 
On Monday Night Raw, Randy Savage made his final ever WWF appearance on commentary with Vince McMahon. He would save Luger from an attack by Tanaka and Bob Backlund. Anyway, 14 years ago today, 2005, Christian leaves the WWE after seven years with the company. Of course, joined the WWF back in 1998. He won the tag team titles seven times with Edge from 2000 to 2001, and also two more times, of course, with Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. He won the Intercontinental Hardcore European and My Heavyweight titles in his career. Christian was asked to sign a new deal immediately on the spot at the Raw Taping in Anaheim, California, but he refused. He fulfilled his obligation by appearing at Raw and Taboo Tuesday the, 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 the other night. <coughs> Christian wrestled his last match the following Friday when he teamed up with JBL to take on Matt Hardy and Rey Mysterio, with Mysterio and Hardy winning. After Christian, afterwards, Christian would join TNA on November 13, 2005. Of course, on the day of Eddie Guerrero's death, he won the NWA TNA World Heavyweight title twice. He left TNA in 2008 and would return to the WWE in 2009 with Christian winning two ECW titles and two World Heavyweight titles and also an Intercontinental title reign in 2012. But he quietly, um, I, I think, Jonathan, you meant to say he quietly retired, not returned, in 2014. Also, on that same evening on Raw, Goldust and Vader made their return to the WWE, uh, to the WWE after long absences. This is Goldust's first Raw appearance since 2003 and Vader's first Raw appearance since 1998. Jonathan Kirshner was set to face Stone Cold Steve Austin on Taboo Tuesday, but Austin walked out of the company after he found out that he would lose to the coach. Another possibility of Austin's sudden exit was due to a doc- doctors not clearing him to wrestle due to a back injury. To make up for this, Coach would wrestle a SmackDown superstar. It would be Funaki, but Goldust would beat him down. Then Batista would show up to accept the challenge, but he would be beaten down by Vader and Goldust and the Coach. Eight years ago today, put at 2011 on Raw, Rock announces that his return to the ring to team up with John Cena, take on The Miz and R-Truth at the 2011 Survivor Series, and also the Muppets guest-hosted Monday Night Raw as well. Uh, uh, John, John, of course, did say officially there were no wrestling history, no birthdays here today in terms of the annals of pro wrestling. But that's all he's got here for us today. And I think he's quoting on this about, of course, his Washington Nationals winning last night. He pretty much summed it up here. He said, we needed this victory. I couldn't agree more, John. I could not agree more. And uh, so, John, thank you very much for the history and birthdays here for the night. And JD, thank oh, you and very also much. a very special, bittersweet birthday. Happy 69th birthday to actor John Candy. Oh yes, John Candy, of course, that's a great actor. Of course, uh, truly missed and of course one of the greatest of all time. Of course, if you, of course, if you want to laugh at laugh at some real funny movies here, laugh at the ones starring John Candy. He was a genius. Yes, he was. Uh, of course, <clears throat> and thank you, JD, for the wrestling interview. Not here as well. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode 227 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, October 31st, 2019. Of course, this is Halloween night. Mr. WSWS, Chad Henshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the human surface machine, John Gross. And double checking my my board here. And I do believe, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe we do have we do have a fourth man on here, and I do see. I sorry about that. I do see who that is, of course, coming in. He is a 2017 WWE Hall of Famer. 
He is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, and he's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. And of course, if you think of his other nickname, folks, you got to go all the way back to that classic 60 sitcom Happy Days, where one of the central characters went a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went, hey! Ah, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Fonzie, right there, ladies and gentlemen. For Fonzie, we welcome him to Wolfpack 227. Fonzie, good to have you here with us here tonight. <coughs> uh, before we get to our review of AEW and NXT, I would like to go ahead and get the crown jewel uh, results and um, and uh, and prediction title change. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. That's all right. All right. I uh, would like to go and get the crown jewel. Uh, Peace. Hold on. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll just put that. This. I'll just put that on mute there, Fonzo. Sorry about that. I would like to go ahead and get the crown jewel uh, results uh, in as well as, of course, the results of the title challenge here as well. Now, first off, I will go, I will, we will run down all the matches here, and everybody will, I, will, I would like to have everybody give, like I said, uh, uh, anything they wish to say about these matches. I will, I will go, of course, go in the order according to, of course, the way the matches turned out. Of course, we have that. Displayed right here, courtesy of Wikipedia. And JD, I will start with you here, sir, as I will ask you first. In the pre-show match, in 12 minutes 25 seconds, Umberto Carrillo came up and won the 20-man battle royal for a shot at AJ Styles in the U.S. title, uh, last eliminating Eric Rowan. Uh, JD, your take here. This was a surprise. I mean, John got this right. I thought for sure they would have gone with Apollo Cruz, but Carrillo has been on a roll the last couple of weeks, and he has gotten a pretty good push since moving over from 205 Live. He's taking on Seth Rollins. He's taking on AJ. I mean, he's trying to make a big, big name, however, with uh, the main roster, however. And so far, okay. however, he's not afraid to kick in the door, and he showed why uh, tonight, however, in Saudi Arabia, however, that uh, he was not afraid, big or small, Whoever it was, however, to take out Rowan and Harper as the last two guys, that was a surprise. I mean, I got to admit, it was a little bit of a surprise to see him win the 20-man battle world because, like I said, we all had difference of opinions. But, John, I will tip your cat, my cap to you, sir. You called this one on the money, however, and this was uh, very interesting. And I'm reading right now, apparently, that the go-ahead home run ball by Howie Kendrick and Steven Strasburg won the MVP, uh, however, will be, believe it or not, and also... Believe it or not, Max Scherzer's Game 7 cap from last night will be donated, however, to the Baseball Hall of Fame, I think, however, believe it or not, however. I guess they're going to put it in the Cooperstown Hall of Fame, however, as part of the the Nats winning last night. I think either they're putting in the Baseball Hall of Fame or they're going to put in some type of Hall of Fame, but I think they'll put in the Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame, believe it or not, after last night. Thank you very, very much, J.D., for that. Uh, John says, good victory for Umberto in his first WWE win over 19 other stars. Of course, John did come up with some nice shenanigans with the 24-7 title in the middle of this match. He shenanigans. He says shenanigans. Uh, Fonzie, did you what, have any... Hey, wait, what was the name of that restaurant with the goofy stuff on the wall, how it had the cheese sticks? Oh, you mean shenanigans? <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I'm going to pistol whip somebody somebody says shenanigans one more time. Oh, JD, go kiss, go go kiss my shenanigans. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Fonzie, your take on Humberto Carrillo winning the, the battle royal at Crown Jewel? Uh, 
It was a, like JD said, it was a shocking. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, thank you, gentlemen. On that next matchup here, and this is the one that really is going to probably catch everybody, catch get everybody here in a tizzy. One of two really big hyped up matchups here for for this event tonight, day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, As it only, yeah. now, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. It only ended, ladies and gentlemen, in two minutes and ten seconds. As Brock Lesnar, with the help of the Kimura Lock, and I'm sure Paul Heyman, I'm sure also had a hand in it as well, got by, of course, UFC sensation Kane Velasquez by submission. JD, I know you got something you got to say about this. So please go ahead. All right. Well, hold on a second. This scene comes there. And Westfield just fumbled the football, how, uh, and just when they were trying to look to tie up the game, Baylor gets the ball right back and marches it down on a fumble recovery, gets it right back deep in West Virginia territory. So a big blow up West Virginia. Just when it looked like Baylor's going to let up the time score, West Virginia's going to try to things up, which is crazy. But yeah, getting back to the match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we may have lost JD here. I don't know for some reason. I don't know if his phone went out or whatever, but we just now lost him. Um, that we'll, we'll we'll try to get him back here, ladies and gentlemen. In the meantime, let's go ahead and see what John has to say right here. John says, in his personal opinion, it was embarrassing. I mean, what, what more can you say about it? It was pretty much embarrassing. Uh, Fonzie, anything you want to say about this? Two minutes and ten seconds. Brock Lesnar retains the WWE title over Cain Velasquez. <clears throat> no comment on that. Okay, well, I don't, I don't blame you one bit there, uh, Fonzie. Don't blame you one bit. And while we try, still continue to try to get JD back on the line here, uh, he, unless he doesn't realize that something happened to his phone. Uh, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll try to get back with it here in just a few moments. In the meantime, here I'll start with John on this one. As we go to the next matchup here, the tag team turmoil match to determine the WWE World Cup. Of course, nine teams took part in this, and in 32 minutes and five seconds, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're just going to sum it down here. We all know what teams were involved in this, but I will go ahead. Uh, and winners of this. Oh shit! The winners, the winners of this here, folks. Uh, obviously, was of course Luke Gallows. And Carl Anderson, of course, the OC, uh, <clears throat> to pull this win off here. John, what was your overall take here about? Uh, um, and John said it was a very surprising victory here, indeed. Uh, uh, Fonzie, anything, anything we should say about this? The OC picking up the WWE World Cup in the tag team turmoil match. Shocking. Yeah, well, surprising and shocking. There you go. And I think we're probably getting JD back on here. Let's double check that and see right here. Uh, JD, I think we got him back on here now. Apparently, like I said, I guess JD's phone got on the way of his phone. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, it's because well, we've talked about the weather being a factor all night. So go figure. Yeah. So anyway, let's, JD, let's go back and get your pick here on the WWE title match and then your thoughts about the OC winning the tag team tournament. Go ahead. Yeah, let me go to that before I get to talking about the other one. Uh, first off, however, I will say this, however, this was a little bit surprising, however, that the OC would win the titles. You think, however, possibly maybe the 
that the Revival or even the Viking Raiders would add on to their legacy, especially the Viking Raiders being the new tag champs and all. But you thought the Revival would get a chance, Howard, to maybe go back after the belts again. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case here. I was a little kind of surprised that Gallows and Anderson would get their chance again, however, because they must have been desperate. How I mean, they could have done something else by possibly maybe putting another team there or maybe uh, someone else giving them a chance. But no, Howard, it seems like they're... I mean, the only thing I'm glad it wasn't the New Day, because I'm tired of seeing the New Day get their opportunity. No disrespect to them. The Revival could have had another chance, maybe, which would have been nice. Um... <clears throat> But yeah, go figure, you know. I just I don't know how much longer they're gonna continue to just make the tag division a joke, however. I mean the Viking Raiders are doing their thing. You don't have Ekam and Rezar, however, who've been talking for weeks on end, get a chance unless they get a chance maybe to show up on uh, SmackDown maybe tomorrow night in Buffalo or maybe this coming Monday in Long Island. Back on television, they haven't been on T V in several months. The question is, what do you do with them upon their return? They keep saying, oh, we're going to send a message to the tag teams like Hawkins and Ryder, like Ziggler and Rude, like the uh, Viking War Raiders, however, like the New Day. Yeah, we're going to make a statement in the tag division. You haven't done anything, I don't think, since before or after WrestleMania. I think it was before Mania. So guess what? Let's see what you do when you come back. But, yeah, I was a little surprised these Gallows and Anderson here uh, get their opportunity yet again. However, did they deserve it? Uh, kind of a mixed bag on my opinion, however, but they could have had someone else win. I'm glad Ziggler and Rude didn't win it. I'm glad the New Day didn't win it, but it would have been nice to see the Revival or the Viking Raiders add on to their legacy already, however, but of course the Viking Raiders should have done something here, however, too. But yeah, the Revival, I think right now, they're just barely hanging on right now. The question is how much longer are they going to stay in WWE? I mean, when's their contract running out? I mean, we've been hearing for much of the year it's been up and down with them. I mean, do they want to stay in WWE? Do they want to go to AEW? Do they want to go to AEW and leave WWE? I mean, right now we don't know what's happening with the tag division. But right now, I mean, the tag division right now is kind of uh, stale, if we use the term loosely, because you have other teams who are just absolutely getting no TV time at all, like the B team, which is good. No disrespect to Axel and Dallas, but, I mean, they're boring as all hell. Heavy Machinery, they don't excite me at all. I just hate these guys. These guys are absolutely a waste of space. But, yeah, they went a long time with this, Howard, and I was really surprised that they went with this second and made this a long time. Uh, any quick thoughts about the match between Brock and Kane? I know you were going to say something oh, about that. Oh, yes. I'm going to have a lot to say about this. And, Michelle, I don't mean disrespect to your boy, but let's talk about this now, shall we? Uh, Thank you. That was, that was, like I said, how... Uh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You hype up this match for a full month just about, and what do you get out of it? Oh, that's right. You get two and a half minutes out of it, because Paul Heyman found a way, along with his client, if you will, the Beast, however, found a way to blow Vince McMahon and also Triple H by getting his way and winning an easy-peasy match in less than two minutes, which was so short, however, I could have taken a crap and wiped my ass at the same time while doing it. I mean, this was absolutely pathetic, to say the least. Was this a trick or was this a treat to watch? Let's just say neither. So guess what? I hope you're happy, you racist, bigoted piece of geriatric crap, that you put your uh, so-called big cash cow, however, who's probably getting a lot of money for this fight, however, like Tyson Fury, and put him in an easy-peasy quick match, however, that lasted not even less than five minutes. 
Maybe he was still recovering what? from a knee injury. Maybe he wasn't. I did hear that apparently Vasquez might need knee surgery, Howard. And if he does, Howard, good luck. I hope he comes back healthy, Howard, when he does return, Howard. And uh, when that happens, Howard, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however. But like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens when he returns. Having said that, mind you, I mean, absolute, this was absolutely ridiculous. This was absolutely ridiculous that you would have this match go less than five minutes. This was absolutely a bore beyond words. A nice catch. And uh, anyway, however, like I said, it just, I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous how, that you would have this go very quick and short. How, I mean, this was a slap in the face to everyone at home watching and everyone uh who wasn't watching, I'm sure, read online and also read the other podcasts and also saw the results online, were just shaking their heads, too. I mean, this was just absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, remember that sinkhole I told you guys about, chat about earlier this week, how what happened here in Pittsburgh? Well, now they're saying they might be doing a three-and-a-half-inch wide hand-painted ornament, and it could cost $30, and they might be uh, doing ornaments for the Christmas season, how the bus sticking out, how in the hole, how no joke, how but yeah, they're talking about Pittsburgh Sinkhole bus holiday ornaments could become available, which is pretty wild. But like I said, folks, this was just absolutely ridiculous that you would just do something like this, how to the fans and insult their intelligence by having this match. This was absolutely a joke, the worst match of the night, one of the worst matches of the night by far, in my opinion. This was just. Oh, I, I'm just so PO'd. I mean, you don't know how PO'd I was when I talked to you guys about this earlier today. This was a joke. I understand wholeheartedly. Okay. Next match up here, we'll talk about here in 12 minutes. And we already did the tag team turmoil match here, so we'll go to the next one here. The singles match here ended in 12 minutes and 45 seconds as uh, Saudi's wrestling sensation Mansoor got by Cesaro. JD, your thoughts about this match? Yeah, and man, Danny knows Mansoor personally. How I'm watching Mansoor, I this I I didn't get to see him this time, but I did see him back the last time, how earlier this summer in June, and I was very impressed when I watched him last this past June. Uh, I'm surprised that WWE has not actually put him in on any of the shows right now, unless they're thinking he needs more training and work, probably down in the developmental center. How and at some point, if that's the case, then maybe he'll eventually compete. However. Uh, possibly in NXT, whether it be in the States or over in the UK. Uh, that being said, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however. But, uh, yeah, Cesaro did try to give it a good effort, and I will give him that, however. But right now, what are they going to do with Cesaro? What else can they do with Cesaro at this point? I mean, they continue to bury him, it seems like. He they haven't had a chance, however. Ever, like I said, they haven't done anything with, uh, like I said, Cesaro for a while. They were supposed to continue the thing with Sheamus, however. And who knows if Sheamus is coming back to the ring. I mean, there's been some questions about Sheamus's, uh like, in-ring return, however. If there's going to be anything about him, like I said, him returning before the year's out or early next year. But right now, Sheamus's, uh like I said, status is up in the air at this point. Where they go from here, however, with Cesaro, I don't know. I mean, if I'm Cesaro right now, how I mean, hopefully before the year's out, how I mean, he's been up and down so many times over the last few years. I mean, they don't know what to do with him. One time he's teaming for a while with uh, teaming with Sheamus and teaming with Sheamus, they're forming the bar. The next hour he's either injured, how or they just have nothing from the do or compete with anyone else. I mean, I don't know how much longer they're going to continue to hold on to him at this point, but right now. At this point, Howard, it's up to him Howard, how much longer he wants to stay in WWE and when his contract's up. But if I'm him right now, I would start looking at my future options, Howard, whether I want to keep 
competing in the WWE, or maybe uh, try to call Cody up and maybe Tony Khan say, hey, give me a chance here in AEW. If you want to bring me to AEW to your organization, maybe I can help you guys out. However, maybe if you need a big name, however, I'm just throwing my hat, name out there and hat out there that I could help you guys. Because right now, I mean, they need to do something new with Cesaro. Because right now, they haven't done anything with Cesaro for some time, and they've got to do something with him. Because they just continue to be hot and cold with him at different times. So right now, I think it's up to them what they're going to do, but I think right now you've got to do something. You really have to, because right now, they I don't know how much longer they're going to keep him around and continue, and continue to be hot and cold with him, but there's times he can be hot, hot for a little while, and then after that, they do nothing with him, and there's other times he stays so cold, however, they only bring him out of the freezer every now and again and try to keep him uh, competing with some other guys who are in the same boat he is, or other people who are uh, uh, getting a bigger push than him. So right now, I think they've got to start doing with something right with him, and the question is, when? Hopefully soon, but right now, at this point, who knows when, you know? And it's 7-7, as West Virginia has just tied it up. Late uh, way through the third quarter, so 7-6, as Austin Kendall hits a strike. And thank you very much, JD. Uh, John, uh, of course, his opinion is, is that he, in his opinion, the Mansour's of Cesaro match stole the show in his book. I would definitely I think, agree. I would think so too. I, like I said, I, sorry, I, I didn't get to see it, but I have heard things about it. It was a show stealing match, and like I said, I thought going in, it was going to be one of the show stealers of the night. I really did. Thank you, there, JD. Uh, Fonzie, your take here on Mansoor versus Cesaro? Shocking. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey. That's a good. That's a, uh, you know what? That's that's one of the greatest uh, greatest descriptions I've heard all night. Nice <laughs> there catch. you go. That was a good throw. That wasn't one of the best throws, but still got off. 83 yards for the touchdown. We got a tie game. 6:42 left in the third. 7-7. Next match up here, of course. Uh, the other match that was really hot up here for Crown Jewel here, as we saw Tyson Fury uh, make his first uh, run in WWE. We know this is going to be right now. Just this is. Right now, just the only match he's going to do for the time being, as he gets by Braun Strowman, but by countout in eight minutes and four seconds. JD, your thoughts here, please. Yeah, this ended in a schmoz, and we know Tyson was being paid what fifteen million dollars supposedly to appear in this fight. However, and of course, he came out however to uh, some uh, like uh, I forget what song he came out to. But they said however, and a lot of people were not real impressed with it. However. Uh, Braun losing this surprised me. I was really taken aback by this. Hour. Uh, like we said, who knows when we're going to see him back in the ring next, referring to Tyson Fury. We've heard possibly maybe early next, at the, before the year's out, or maybe at the Rumble. Uh, but like I said, I heard that uh, supposedly, yeah, I'm looking here just a second. Yeah, apparently uh, Tyson came out to It's Your Thing at the ISB Boys. Do we really need to hear that? And of all places, Saudi Arabia. I mean, I don't think the fans really understood that or got that at all. But, yeah, I was kind of disappointed about this ending, how it ended in a count-out finish. However, uh, I think Braun got screwed, in my opinion. And I think it's bullshit that they would have Tyson Fury win there. It just, I didn't get it at all. I just really, really, really did not get it at all. John, your, th- your take on Tyson Fury defeating Braun Strowman by count-out.
John says, very shocking to say the least. Okay. Thank you there, John. Bonzi, your take on Tyson Fury defeating Braun Strowman. He probably he probably left the ring and took the con out or something happened. So I don't know. Okay. All right. Thank you there, gentlemen, for that. Next match up here we'll talk about here. Coming let's see. Ah uh, yes. Of course, as we did say, Umberto Carrillo did win the 20-man battle royal to earn a shot for the U.S. title. Of course, we saw this match take place. AJ Styles defending against Umberto Carrillo. And, of course, AJ Styles got by Umberto Carrillo to hold on to the U.S. title in 12 minutes and 34 seconds. J.D., your thoughts here? Yeah, once again, this was a little surprising. I mean, you think about it, Carrillo, for the second time in a week, fights AJ, however, mind you. And you think about it, though, I mean, Carrillo has been getting wanting to get that opportunity to make a big name for himself. And so far, he's had two good matches with AJ. Uh, of course, we saw what happened, of course, uh, this past Monday in St. Louis. I mean, this one was fairly somewhat, I heard, semi in between that decent and average, however, and overall fairly entertaining. And then, of course, he had that really good match with Rollins a couple of weeks before in Cleveland. Uh, hopefully, they don't continue to bury Carrillo, but Carrillo is trying to make a name for himself, however, on uh, like I said, the main roster coming from 205 Live. Uh, he's had uh, two good opportunities against the Phenomenal one, and of course against the uh, Architect as well. The question is how who's going to be the next person that steps up, however, and challenges him? You know, Who's going to be the one person that could really say okay, I'm ready to give you an opportunity, Carrillo, or Carrillo's going to say I'm ready to take you on. Who's going to be the next big name that he challenges out there? Is it going to be someone like maybe Drew McIntyre? Is it going to be someone like possibly uh, maybe uh, uh, possibly the Fiend? Is it going to be someone like maybe Bobby Lashley or Rusev? We really don't know yet. But uh, I give him props, Howard. He tried to hang in there as best he could, and uh, more power to him. But at the end of the day, Howard, he came up just a little short again of beating AJ. But that's no disrespect, Howard. He is trying. And that's one thing we can say. He is trying. But hopefully at some point, however, they don't continue to bury him and give him at least a solid win against a big name. The question is, when is that going to happen? Is it going to happen maybe this coming Monday, however, uh, in uh, Long Island? Is it going to happen next week in the U.K.? We really don't know yet. But we're going to have to wait and see. John says Carrillo fought hard, but in the end, A.J. showed that he still is the face that runs the place. Yes, I agree there. Good point there, John. Bonzi, your take on AJ Styles successfully retaining the U.S. title over Umberto Carrillo. I agree with John said. Okay, there you go. I'm going to say it better myself. All right. Next up here, of course, a match here that actually made history here at Crown Jewel here, of course, as it, as it was, of course, the first match contested by, by, of course, two female competitors over in Saudi Arabia. In seven minutes and 21 seconds, we saw Natalia get by Lacey Evans by submission. J.D., your thoughts here? I will give them props for going out there and doing their thing, however. I really will, however. I mean, that's not saying anything bad about either one of them. As much as I'm not a Lacey supporter, as you know, uh, I will say this. Both of them did give it an A for effort, however. I'm surprised. They would go out there and do only seven minutes, but you know what, Howard? I think Howard finally fins for one night, at least once, Howard, along with the Crown Prince may have opened their eyes instead of their 
uh, mouth and wallet, if you will, huh? and just said, okay, show us what you can do out there and see if you can get the fans to respond to your type of wrestling ability in a country like Saudi Arabia with all the blood money and the bone saws and everything. You know what? I give Vince a little bit of, somewhat a little bit of credit. I also give the Crown Prince a little credit because they could have just said altogether, we didn't want this match, however, and continue to ignore the fact. Hopefully this is the start of something new, however. Hopefully we get to see more women fight over there in countries like that and at least show people in different countries like Saudi Arabia what WWE's women can do, however, other than the men. Because the women for, until tonight, however, was the last, when was the last time you saw them? Like, it was Alexa and uh, Sasha in Abu Dhabi, remember? I think it was about a couple, a year and a half, almost a couple of years ago. Tonight, however, I think, however, we didn't hear the final tenth of the crowd yet, however, I think the fans retreated to something decent, and they showed respect to each other, and it was good to see them show emotion before and even after that, so I give both of them props. Again, I'm not a big Lacey supporter. I'm not, and I'm saying that now, but my attitude might change eventually at some point, but Natty, you know how I feel about Natty most of the time, and I've been a Natty backer since the days of the Hart Dynasty, and even before that with her whole family history, so I give them both, again, props for what they did tonight, however, and again, a pat on the back to both of them. I mean, they definitely did not disappoint, at least in my eyes. And like I said, I haven't had a chance to go back and watch most of the show, however. But from what I read and from what I heard from John and Fonzie and, and in talking to you and, of course, uh, also other people, the show of on and offline, however, on the phone, however, and on uh, talked about online as well with other people and seen other people talk about it online as well. A, a job well done to both of them. I, I just say, well done, guys. You guys definitely, I think, tonight made a statement, and you guys should be somewhat proud of what you guys did tonight. I think they definitely showed class tonight. What's that? What did you say? What, who was it? What match? Uh, the, the Natty-Lacey uh, match. Like I said, ah, I think okay. tonight tonight they deserve they deserve my respect. I think everyone they should everyone should give them respect tonight. I mean, they made they did something that we did not think we would ever see in a country like Saudi Arabia. Like I said, for the longest time they were told never to come over. They were not allowed to come over there. And tonight they changed that. They broke down the door and kicked it in with a big big boot. And I applaud them both for it. I mean, I really do. It was, a, it was a good effort on both their parts. And they should not be disappointed. Lacey shouldn't be disappointed. Natty should not be disappointed. Hell, the WWE Universe, at least on this front, should not be disappointed tonight either. Uh, John had this to say here, of course, although as much as we hate Lacey Evans, John says he wants to say his respects to both Lacey and Natalia for making history by competing on the biggest stage, of course, for, uh, in Saudi Arabia, of course, the crown jewel today. But although we don't like Vince's idea for once, Johnson will give Vince the benefit of the doubt here. He does applaud Vince for having the women wrestle in Saudi Arabia, although we don't like you, Vince. But big, but big applause for them. So, so there, there you go. So, yeah, exactly. Indeed. I mean, that's all you can say about that. Yes, well said, John. I said you're exactly saying the same thing I'm saying. Yeah, 100. percent Yep. John, to your take on Natalia again, my lady. And Baylor pulls right back ahead, 13-7. I didn't know you sounded like JD, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think they should do a lot more with the girls of Saudi Arabia overseas. They do the UK and all that, but why not in Saudi Arabia? I don't understand that. But um, yeah, JD, did you hear? I don't go look back on. Uh, I think I saw one on CBS.com um, that uh, 
Uh, the other guy, Robert or something. Something about Robert or something. Uh, yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should do more with the ladies. Like that. Yeah. I agree. I would agree. But John, of course, simply once again said the best. Lacey and Natalia definitely deserve this accomplishment. Yeah, that they do. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. Yes. Next matchup here, of course, we'll talk about here, the 10-man tag team match. In 19 minutes and 55 seconds, we saw, of course, Team Hogan, who consisted of Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali, of course, with Hogan and Jimmy Hart in their corner, defeat Team Flair, of course, who was, of course, Randy Orton, Court Jester Corbin, um, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre, with, believe it or not, Rick Flair, of course, and and Lana. Lana, oh, my God, Lana was over there. Oh, my I God. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that, that either. Right there it is. Right there it is. Apparently she wow. went over there. So apparently, so it was okay if she doesn't wrestle, then she can go over there. But since if she if you do, then that's when they were starting to have. That's when they were having, of course, the big deal. So anyway, JD, your thoughts on the ten man tag? Team Hogan getting by Team Flair. Yeah, I mean, you gave them twenty minutes. However, uh oh, uh oh, no way. Touchdown, and just like that, West Virginia ties it up again as a big kickoff return of 97 yards. This has been a crazy second half tonight. Holy hell. We've seen fireworks compared to the first half. We've seen some fireworks in this third quarter on both sides of the ball, on both teams. Crazy. Anyway, uh, getting back to what I was saying now about uh, Lana, I was surprised they had her over there too. I mean, that that's news to me. I did not know about that. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, hopefully this is the beginning and end of the whole Flair Hogan thing with their teams and respectable opponents. I know Rusev and Lashley and Lana are not done yet with their whole thing, however. But I mean, I'm glad to see Hogan's team did pick up the win here. But, I mean, if you go back and watch the pre-show again, you could just tell that Flair was just totally, again, I mean, it seems like the last couple of weeks, he's been more tighter than a drum. No pun intended. He's got to be on something. I mean, I don't know if... If he's no, and this is no disrespect to anyone out there, but I don't know if he's back on something, however, or he's just back. I mean, he's back to his old crazy ways of drinking and partying and living up the lifestyle all over again. Or he's just, yeah, he's continuing to show what his lifestyle's like again. Or if he's just sober and he's having withdrawals of uh, not going out and living up the lifestyle like he used to, but. It just seems like more and more he is just really looking bad. I mean, in it just in the way he talks anymore, the way he delivers his promos, he just it seems like he's really I wouldn't say lost, but it looks like he's completely just completely had a different attitude change or just a different outlook in general, how right, if that's the case so be it. But yeah, I'm glad Hogan's team won, however. He stuck it to Flair once again, however, as only he could with his guys, however. And like I said, hopefully this is the beginning of the end of the feud between these two. Because, I mean, this was a little too long for my taste, however. I'm glad Hogan's team won, don't get me wrong. But going into this match, I really just, I thought this was going to be a kind of a letdown. And in my opinion, it was sort of a letdown because of how much time they gave it. But again, it is what it is. But like I said, if you go back and just watch, like I said, we've seen, like I said, and you saw what Flair's been like the last couple of weeks on TV. And if you watch, go back and watch that whole thing, at the start of the pre-show today, when he did the interview before the show uh, uh, in Saudi Arabia, when he had that interview with Saxon, 
you could tell, again, he was just a little, I wouldn't say out there, but it just seemed like he was. But, like I said, it was okay, but this was a little too long for my taste. It was okay, but I really just didn't think it was one of the better matches of the night. I was really kind of, I wouldn't say disappointed, but I was kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not disappointed, just, uh, not disappointed, but I'm just, I just thought this one was really subpar. Let me just say that. It was subpar. And I just, I didn't like it. You there, JD. Uh, John did, did say, of course, with the, with the word that Lana was, of course, at ringside alongside Marin's a team player. Uh, he says, not only did he applaud Lacey and Natalia for being a part of Crown Jewel, but he also did applaud Lana for also being over there yeah, as well. Yeah, I will too. I mean, I, I, I kind of will too, even though that Lana's had her issue. A lot of us have not liked the new Lana attitude. Yeah, I agree, but I was a little surprised that she actually made the trip over there. I really was. I did not think they were going to allow her over. And John says he will admit it was an amazing match between Team Flair and Team Hogan. But John said at the end of the day, end of the day, just like the old WCW days, Hogan did turn over on Flair. Although we have never seen a WWE pay-per-view match, or probably never will between these two Hall of, Hall of Famers. So yeah, good point there, John. Uh, Fonzie, your take on Team Hogan getting by Team Flair? Um, you know, JD, he was fighting twice. That he was sick twice. Remember? Who? From the heart, Rick Flair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it's too many medications he's taken. Yeah, I think he. Help that's him. Why I said I think I think that's why I think he's like I said like I said he's just been all yeah. really. He's had. Yeah, like, that's had that's like that's not him though. Yeah, it's not like him. He's so fired he's up. Really and all changed that. his attitude. His attitude has changed quite yeah. a bit over the last few weeks. We've seen oh, you got to figure it's not, it's, JD. He he got what two heart surgeries? What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all the medication he's taken. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I like these two. Uh, hopefully, you know, they'll do more about that. But uh, I don't know. I, I missed it, honestly. But, you know, I would have liked to see Ric Flair and Hogan, yeah, have it like a team again. So, yeah. There you go. Right. And the last one here, of course, we'll talk about here. The Paul's kind of anywhere match for the Universal title. And we saw a big time, big time uh, win here in 21 minutes and 50 seconds. The fiend Bray Wyatt gets by Seth Rollins to become the new Universal champion. JD, your thoughts here. Seven stomps or even eight. And he could not keep Bray down. We saw a crazy ending, however, that saw Bray go into electricity. I mean, super kicked into... I guess uh, some power wires and whatnot. We thought it was all going to be over for him, and that Seth had actually won again, however. And the fans really had gave him a real rough time. But out of the phoenix and out of the smoke, however, no pun intended, however, comes Bray Wyatt, a la Taker, 1991, uh, rising up behind him, just just absolutely shocking everyone at home and in the stadium. At the end of the night, however, you saw him deliver Sister Abigail, however. And, of course, uh, Mandible Claw. And now, The Fiend, the very scary, hellacious Fiend, however, basically took Seth Rollins to hell, no pun intended, and now has made his life and maybe the WWE Raw public 
everyone watching at home and everyone around the world are realize that hell has come. And it's not going to be a pretty trip, however. So now you've got a new Universal Champion. The question is, what happens next? We're going to find out tomorrow night on SmackDown with his first interview, however, with The Miz as the new champion. Do we see a rematch maybe Monday in Long Island in Mick's hometown? Do we see a rematch again at Survivor Series one more time with two of them being on opposite teams or they form teams that, that way they can get at each other one last time? I don't know. But right now, all I know is the Fiend is on top of the ladder right now and Seth Rollins took a big, mighty fall off a few rungs tonight. This wasn't bad, I will say, however. But again, however... I called this one. I was, I think, one of the very few that actually said that this time he that there would be a Judgment Day for Seth Howard. And Judgment Day did come tonight, Howard. The question is now, is it going to be long-term or short-term afraid? We don't know yet. But it's going to be interesting to be, found, we're going to be interesting to find out. That's for sure. Oh, Kendall almost got taken down there. Yeah, Jay Jones says here, how can you keep the thing down? Simple answer, you can't. If Seth thought he was going to have trouble, no, hell. Oh, ho, ho, ho. He did he have another thing coming. The Fiend is the new Raw Universal Champion. Who who the hell will stop the Fiend? Could it be AJ, Ricochet, McIntyre, Mysterio? Hell, but no one right now can stop the Fiend. So, there, good point of view there, John. Uh, Fonzie, your take on, of course, the Fiend winning the Universal title over Seth Rollins. That's a shocking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I think you're going to see these two at the Survivor Series, the buried alive match. Buried alive match. Possible. It's very possible. You're right. That would that would be interesting to bring bring back and not bring a classic match back here, of course, and kind of hype it up just a little bit to see what happens. That would be good. Uh, thank you, there, gentlemen, for all that. A uh, quick rundown of the number of times. Uh, that we, uh, as far as the time goes, with the, the longest match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, was the tag team turmoil match at 32 minutes and five seconds. Second, second longest was the Universal Title match at 21:50, <clears throat> followed by the 10-man tag team match at 19:55, and then let me see here. Uh, the next one was Mansoor. By the way, before you continue on, yesterday was. 74th birthday of Henry Winkler. Also, believe it or not, happy 66th birthday to Lauren Julie uh, McCoy Toes from the Love Boat yesterday. And also, happy birthday to Harry Hamlin yesterday. Thank you there. Thank you there, JD. Um, let me see. Let me, let, me, let me just revamp that. Of course, like I said, the Universal Title match, the, I'm, I'm sorry, the, Tim, the Tag Team Turmoil match, the longest one, 3205, followed by the Universal Title match, 2150. Followed by the Tin Man Tag at 1955. Uh, fo- followed by Mansour Cesaro at 12:45. Uh, the U.S. T- title match, of course, 12:34. Uh, the uh, the Battle Royal at 12 at 12:25. Uh, followed followed by, of course, uh, Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman, eight minutes and four seconds. Followed by, of course, uh, Natalia and Lacey Evans at 7:21, and the shortest one, of course, of the whole night, the WWE title match, two minutes and ten seconds. So there you have it, there, folks. With, of course, uh, your rundown there, of Crown Jewel, and ladies and gentlemen, I do have the official results, of course, 
Uh, and I'm sure this is something that everybody here has been waiting to hear. Um, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> uh, we did have six people originally sign up. Of course, as you heard about two nights ago, the heartbreak kid Fonzie did take himself out of contention. But, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie is still going to get a belt after everybody has an opportunity, Elsa's opportunity to pick theirs. So, Fonzie will not be left out of the mix here, of course. We, 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 we of course, deem that 14, very 14 as we go to the fourth. Thank, thank you there, J.D. Uh, of course, the final tally is as follows, ladies and gentlemen. John won the challenge with seven predictions right. Seven. Okay. Followed by a three-way tie for second. Between Bobby, JD, and Ann with four, followed by Michelle with only two. So, wow. Michelle, right. Jeez. So, so, John, since, since you won, you have the opportunity to choose first. And then we run down the belts one more time here. As, of course, as I've stated here, we got six belts here up for grabs. Let me go ahead and run, run before you choose. Let me say them all before you choose. Please listen very carefully. The six belts are as follows. The WWUS Crown Jewel Championship. The WWUS Border City Championship. The NWA US Halloween Habit Championship. The ECWUS Barely Legal Championship. Of course, that's what we think about when we talk about JD. <laughs> the NWA US Starcade Championship. And the NJPWUS Wrestle Kingdom Championship. John, which one of those six would you like? Oh, boy, how did I know he was going to go for that one? Obviously, of course, he's choosing the crown jewel title. So, John, you have the crown jewel championship. So, there, so there, there you have it. As soon as I can find a pen that writes, I will write it down. Uh, it's always bad when you don't have a pen that writes. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the, hum the uh, human surface machine, John Gross, is your new WWS crown jewel champion. Now, Jay, yes, John, congratulations to you. Yes, he's saying congratulations to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, JD, since you were one of the three that tied for second place, I'm going to let you go ahead and choose, uh, choose the belt you want. Now, you have said about which one you might possibly want, but let's hear what your official decision is. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Starcade belt. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the human, uh, the yes, he is human, but the Iceman <laughs> Jared DiGirolamo is the new NWA US Starcade Championship. So, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we hear from Bobby Ann, and Michelle, we will whatever belt whatever belt is left after they have an opportunity to choose, then Fonzie, you will get the remaining championship belt. And those four belts remaining are as follows. The WWUS Border City Championship, the NWA US Halloween Havoc Championship, the ECWUS Barely Legal Championship, <laughs> and the NWUS Wrestle Championship. You guys should oh, see Captain shit. Dave and his girlfriend, however, on his uh, video podcast when he dressed up as Halloween. His girlfriend dressed up as Red Riding Hood and he dressed up as the Wolfman. Well, I thought you said he dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> No, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a red cape. Hey, J.D. Yo. You know the application, uh, I can't say, the uh, application state, playing south of Georgia? Appalachian Georgia state. Southern? Appalachian. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Guess how many would the wind, the wind miles per hour is over there? 60. 60. Nope. 
40, 38 miles an hour from west, west to Norway. The ball's off the tee. <laughs> it's just windy. Yeah, it's on ESPNU, JB. Because well, I know Appalachian. Well, the thing is, Appalachian State's in the top twenty-five, ranked at number twenty, and this they could lose yeah. this game. We had eight and a half minutes to go. And by the yeah. way, yeah. Kansas City Royals did name their new manager today. Mike Metheny, the former St. Louis Cardinals manager, has been named as the new Royals manager. So now it is Pittsburgh, and also I forget who else, however, who has got to name their new manager yet. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, I think the only, and I think I can tell you other, of course, the fact that North Carolina is going to be prone to have some, some bad weather here tonight. I can tell you Appalachian State is located in the North Carolina mountains, so it's prone to. I know to that windy. area. I've known that area quite well. Yeah. I'll be right back, guys. It's in Boone, North Carolina. It's up there in the mountains. So I know. I know that area. Or maybe JD will agree with this. We're on No, it's not Boone. It's. Boo Arns, Boo Arns. I'll be right back. Yeah. Our mountains, uh, oh, our you mountains, uh, it's Boone. Well, as in Daniel, that's what it was named that. <laughs> yeah, that's where it is. So, I mean, I know the area quite well. That's where there's a lot of great things up there in the North Carolina mountains. It's some pretty country down there. You ought to come down sometime and visit. Okay, <clears throat> while we wait for JD to come back here, and we take the last few moments here. Uh, let's let's first off, John. We'll start with you here. Just in a nutshell, anything, any thoughts and opinions you might have as far as, of course, AEW and NXT is concerned. Any moments from either show last night that stood out in your opinion? Oh man, ginger ale is good. Uh, yeah. Woo, yeah. No, I like ginger ale. But, no, is it can they, can they Canada dry or the it's other Are you talking about Schweizer? That's pronounced Schweiz. Schweizer? That's what it pronounces. No, no. S C H W E P P E S Schweppes is how it's pronounced. Schweppes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it down here at a Dollar General for a dollar, a twenty ounce bottle. It's very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. And John says, of course, talking about AEW here first. They're, they're both good shows, except for the fact we saw the Inner Circle. Raise heck on AEW and congrats to SCU SoCal Uncensored winning the tag, the AEW Tag Team Champions. Who are they going to face in the near future? Uh, let's see what else John has to say here. And also NXT, congrats to the women on being, of course, having their War Games match coming up as, of course, they'll be making history again. Yes, indeed. Women continue to make history once more. I agree. And John, that's, that's, that's all John has to say about his review of AEW and NXT. Now, Fonzie, I know AEW is not your cup of tea, but anything you'd like to say about NXT, please? Um, way I saw it, switching back and forth, uh, was it pretty good, I got to say. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Like I said, I was switching back and forth from the baseball to that to, when it went to commercial. Okay. Okay. But I mean, but other than that, that been your opinion, based on what you did see from NXT, what was your opinion? Pretty good. I'm back. Especially very the good. first, the first match with the girls. Okay. Oh, very good. Okay. Thank you very much, there, Fonzie. Uh, John says he is done for the evening. He is. He is, of course, very appreciative, of course, for his new championship, the WWUS Crown Jewel title. And John said he will be talking to us again, of course, Monday on Raw Radio. So, John, we thank you very much. And once again, John, congratulations. And, of course, he's already left for the evening. But we have to hand out congratulations to John on the, uh, on the, of course, the introduction of his brand-new group. And I know J.D. will have something to say about that here at the end of the show. Say it, say it at the end of the show. But of course, I'm I'm glad I'm glad. Of course, he I was in, of course invitation was sent to me. I have of course have officially joined that as well. And of course, we need to go ahead and get some stuff revamped with that with a banner and a new web address and all that stuff. But we'll get that all straight straightened out for John here over here very very soon. But congrats indeed to John for stepping up here. Of course, very very good. With these flags, uh, JD, any uh, yes. JD, any thoughts and opinions you may have, of course, with what with what happened on AEW and NXT last night? I mean, AEW was a good show last night. You had a good tag match. The contract time with Jericho and them was pretty damn good, and you could tell that there's intensity between both him and Jericho. Then, of course, you saw what, uh, like I said, Hangman Page said, however, about the whole thing about Pac. Then, of course, you had Dean Ambrose get in the face of Peter Avalon, the librarian, and then they're just the, uh, of course, uh, the bastard Pac, of course, Omega, however, like I said, Hangman Page just the Pac. I think uh, Full Gear is going to be a damn good show next week. However, you got some really good matches. Of course, they're going to be in Charlotte next Wednesday night. They're going to be really excited to see Cody and, of course, the big stars of the uh, of uh, Jericho's entourage, of course, with mm. little bitch boy bodyguard, you want to call him Mr. Jackass Jack Swagger. Or Jake Hager, whatever I'm going to call him. Of course, Santana Ortiz getting ready to deal with the Young Bucks, of course. Of course, they beat up the Rock and Roll Express, which was a little surprising considering they were going to present the belts to the winner of the SCU uh, match with uh, the Lucha Brothers, which was a pretty good main event. Uh, NXT was pretty damn good, too. I mean, you had a pretty good women's tag team match, however. Uh, you had a good opener, of course, however, with Rhea Ripley, of course, uh, Io Shirai, however, mind you, which was, or Candice Ray before Rhea Ripley came down. Then, of course, we have a big, big announcement that for the first time ever, we're going to see a women's war games match, and Shayna and Rhea are captains. So Shayna, we know, is going to get Jasmine Duke, Marina Shafir, probably Io Shirai on her team. Rhea's probably going to get Kansas, I would think. I would think maybe Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, maybe uh, possibly maybe uh, one other person, however. We'll have to wait and see where that goes. However, and, then, of course, you got the men's match. Uh, Keith Lee and Jakovic facing the undisputed. The UE comes out on top one. <sighs> Colin, strong running interference for their boys. Uh, Fish and Riley, Fish and O'Reilly. Finn, of course, cuts that promo, of course, and says what he feels about Johnny Gargano. So it looks like they sent up some with him and Gargano, possibly maybe next week or in a couple weeks before War Games in Chicago. I'll have to wait and see what happens. Of course, next week we got a good match. Pete Dunn, the Bruiserweight versus uh, Damian Priest. That should be very interesting. But yeah, both shows did pretty good this week. But again, at the end of the night, Howard, once again, the scoreboard reads AEW 5, NXT nothing.
There you go there, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, um, of course, thank you very much to J.D., John, and Fonte, of course, for the reviews here tonight. Big time, big time, of course, events taking place the last couple of days here. Um, of course, we have to, even though even though we may not want to, we would possibly include Monday Night Raw on this, even though it did not deliver the same intensity that it once did a long time ago, uh, that the way that AEW, NXT, of course, and also some of the matches at Crown Jewel, of course, did 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 bring of course of course with a lot of history of course being made here in indeed so we'll definitely have to keep our eyes open on what happens here in the future uh as far as of course the after effects here of course of um of crown jewel of course we'll probably see some of that here tomorrow night uh of course here on smackdown and of course next monday night on raw and of course uh many more to come up of course leading up and towards survivor series Ladies and gentlemen, of course, our next prediction title challenge will be taking place, of course, during the next AEW event called Full Gear. And, of course, so far, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Fonzie has decided not to take part in this, but I do wait, believe... Wait, wait a minute. Did you remember about me and Michelle? We're attacked. We're being a team. Remember she was going to help me? With her pay-per-view, whatever it is. She was going to help me. Uh, you talking about getting you familiar with AEW? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she was going to help me. I haven't. I was going to be her. with her. I was going to be uh, on her team. She was going to help me. I was going to be with Michelle. Um, it was a pay per view event, right? JD, did you remember? Are you talking about the next one we're doing? I mean, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I remember we. I mean, the next one is the She's like, she was, she was gonna say, "Why you? I'll be your. I can." Oh, help you, oh, oh, wait a minute! Oh, wait, 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 wait! Michelle did kind of get you interested in doing that, didn't she? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. well, okay, well. You gotta have to understand, but I got a lot of stuff on my mind. I can't remember it. No, I know, no, no, it's okay, no. Okay, so I forget to say that uh, that fit that officially here, ladies and gentlemen, I do know that JD and John has signed in on, on of course, this prediction title challenge. Also, Danny and Michelle, of course, last week, uh, last Friday on Revolution, did also step up here to the plate here. As of course, ladies and gentlemen, all AEWS trivia title belts would be of course decided of course at this event have not heard anything of course from bobby or ann to see if they would want to take part i do i do remember correctly last week i think michelle was able to convince possibly fonzie to take part in this as well uh well fonzie i mean you get y'all got the time here i mean it's just two weeks it's just a week from uh this coming saturday so y'all got the time if you want to talk to her like through facebook or call her or something I mean, she can talk to you about. Uh, I mean, I mean, talk to you about uh, getting something, um, just getting you familiarized with, uh, with with some of it, maybe. Yeah. If you want. Of course, also we can send you the Wikipedia page here too, if you like to read read that. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know what else we can. I mean, I don't know what else we can. Yeah. I was going to be with. Uh, I was going to be partner with her. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You mean uh, you, you're going you're going to partner with her? In other words, yeah, in, other words in other words, whatever she picks, you're going to pick. Is that what basically basically what that means? 
Yeah, yeah, that's what she was. Okay, so whatever she that's picks. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're saying. I mean, you're going to have your own predictions, but you're technically going to pick the same stuff she does. Well, whatever right. she pick, I, I'm going to pick. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, well, yeah, so yeah. Technically, technically, you're in it too. Then JD, John, um, like I said, Danny, Michelle, and Fonzie are officially have five people in it thus far. Like I said, we have not heard from Bobby or Ann. Of course, we'll get, we'll get their thoughts and see if and opinions to see if they want to take part in it. Now, Bobby, I'm not 100% sure of. He may not be that familiar with AEW as well. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure. But we'll, I'll, we'll talk to Ann and see what she says here. Uh, uh, of course, she was kind of hoping to have a real good, good, good time here with this one here today. Today, but. Uh, but I mean, I thought she did pretty good. She came, but she was a three-way tie for second, along with JD and Bobby. So now yeah, she did well. She did very well. Yeah, but she, 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 uh, well, she thought that she sucked. So now I don't. Know. But I bet oh, she wanted. Gosh. Well, she wanted to win it. I mean, I, you can't. Yeah, I'm not. She did well. She I'm not putting her down because she's I mean, I put her stuff down. But she's but no, but she's she putting herself down. She's putting herself down. That's what I said. <laughs> and that's what I said. She's putting herself down. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I told her, you don't have to keep doing it. I mean, I mean, like all we're doing here is just having fun. With her. I mean, that's all I told her we were mm-hmm. doing. So, but anyway, like I said, we'll talk to her and see if, she, see if we can see if she'll take part in it. But if she, if she doesn't want to, we're not, I'm not going to make her, not going to force her. We're just going to ask her. Her and Bobby were the only two we'll ask here, so we'll have that coming up here as well. Don't forget tomorrow night, of course, at Revolution, 138055-pound, our live video feed from Thunder. Of course, we'll have your news and views of history and birthdays. We hope once again to hear from, of course, Danny from Oak Park and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, undertake on everything that's gone down here in Bresson here this week. I'm sure, of course, coming up, I'm sure, of course, uh, we might hear some a little bit extra stuff as far as, of course, possibly Ring of Honor and Impact as well. Uh, we'll get their take, of course, on AEW and NXT. I'm not sure if Danny and Michelle will talk about anything having to do with, of course, Raw and SmackDown, but you never know, obviously. Um, Danny did say, however, and JD, you probably heard this last Friday night, uh, that apparently he, he, as far as anything WWE goes, I think he's primarily going to probably focus on mainly NXT. He may still, so technically, in a way, He's kind of focusing on something WWE, even though it's just NXT. Period. I mean, so we'll just have we'll just have to wait and see what happens on with that. Um, but be sure to listen in on that tomorrow night. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to listen in on that. JD or Fonzie, anything you wish to add before we close up shop here for the night? All this howling good time here. Two twenty seven. Uh, I will be a little late getting in tomorrow night because of the playoff game, however. But other than that, everyone, I hope you all. Oh, that's right. That's right, JD. Your home, your home team is home this week. Yep, it's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, Upper St. Clair. It'll be tough. But everyone, uh, stay safe this weekend, however. And also, I will say this tomorrow night, however, early on. But I want to wish my old man a very happy birthday, however, who will be having a very special one. This Saturday. All right. Congratulations there, indeed. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, JD's nickname is Well Hung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's um, uh, it's it's hung low. <laughs> well, uh, well, I his name like, is his nickname is Chipotle. 
No, I could. I could. I could. 28-17, Arizona, Garoppolo, 24-32, 281, four touchdowns right now. Again, right now, the Niners are up 28-17 with 7.44 to go in the game. And right now, Baylor's up three with 10 minutes to go in their game. It's been a good couple of games tonight. Or oh, I could say, J.D., your nickname is not hung at all. But, man, I'm just trying to be nice to you. That's all. <laughs> I said, that's what I said. Long, 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 long duck hall. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 J.D., I also heard something that you ordered off the menu here, and you, and you got sick after you ate it. You know what it was? Uh-oh. Here we go. You know, you know, you know, you know what it was? Hmm. The cream of sun young guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big balls. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> well, oh Lord! Uh, uh, oh, 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 of course, like I told you there as well. Uh, don't get on the plane if the captain's name is Holy Fook. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, on that note, here, folks, we want to thank you very much for listening to episode two twenty-seven of Wolfpack. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, as well as, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Of course, we congratulations to John, of course, the new WWUS Crown Jewel Champion, and JD, of course, the new NWA US Starcade Champion. We will, yeah. talk. We, we will talk. Oh, yeah, there you go. We will also talk. Finally, do that when I'm trying to talk, man. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) We we will talk, of course, to uh, I will talk to Bobby and Ann, of course, about seeing what belts they want, and then of course we'll get Michelle's as well. Hopefully, we can get all that all in before tomorrow night's show. And then whatever, then after Michelle picks hers, whatever is left, Fonzie, you will get the remaining belt that's left, as we said. We hope to try to, to maybe take care of that before the weekend. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, of course, my name is really Enormous Genitals. Okay. <laughs> uh, I could go all night long, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. By the way, Fonzie, uh, I rate that belch an 11 out of 10. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, I do want, as again, I want to thank, of course, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for joining us here this evening. Uh, be sure, of course, to listen in on Revolution tomorrow night, of course, as we said, as we will hope Danny's, and we're hoping we can hear from both Danny and Michelle, getting their thoughts about everything going on in the world of wrestling, including what happened today at Crown Jewel. Also, of course, here the news, abuse, and history, and birthdays here as well. We'll get that to you. We'll get that to you here, indeed. Uh, and also some other fun stuff here. We'll definitely, we'll definitely take care of that here, of course, for you here uh, tomorrow night. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to listen in on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of quick plugs that we'll give, as I always do. Don't forget to visit Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, internet retail for the eternally, eternally distinctive individual. Uh, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity p-e-r-p-u-t-a-l-u-n-i-q-u-i-t-y of course we have almost 200 items there of course still for sale of course great items there indeed some of which you haven't seen in a long time nor have you seen before pick it out here today on ebay as of course perpetual uniquity and also ladies and gentlemen do not forget of course bulldog dvd sales and variety of course, we still have, of course, a big time selection here. More DVDs, of course, coming in on the way. Uh, of course, checked out and personally inspected by yours truly. 
of that but our ongoing special that we have going on right now even as we speak of course every single dvd uh, of course single or multiple discs regardless of what it what it is of course dvds and blu-rays by the way are worth one dollar here one dollar a piece all throughout the end of the year of course we make excellent christmas presents here folks there are a lot of folks out there still watch stuff on dvd so that is a terrific opportunity here of course while while of course while you still while you still have it here uh, also, of course, don't forget a big time. What will make an excellent gift here, folks, for those who are fans of the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back to get JD. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. We have, of course, a four disc set here, of course, of, of Arnold's four bit, four of Arnold's four uh, greatest movies, of course, other than the Terminator movies. Of course, these are four other of his good ones. Um, so of course, I'm talking about Predator. Commando, Total Recall, and The Running Man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a four-disc set. All discs, of course, all, all, all four discs, of course, in good condition. All four discs are in good working order. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you get, of course, a good deal. Four discs for the price of three. Three dollars for this set, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot ask for a bigger deal than that. Three dollars $3 for this four-disc set. Please come and check it out here today. Of course, there is a video on the Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety Facebook page that I posted here, of course, a couple weeks ago. Be sure to check that out here as well if you're interested in uh, interested in possibly uh, buying this particular set. But, of course, like I said, remember at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, like I said, the Iceman, Jeremy Javamo, right here can attest to all that, of course, as he has purchased five of them from us thus far. And, of course, he is quite satisfied with this election indeed. On that note here, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, uh, JD, I think, has something very spooky that he's going to play here for us here in just a few moments. Of course, it goes out our Halloween edition of Wolfpack. So I will go ahead and end it out here with the same. Wolfpack episode 227 is the broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection folks take care of yourselves and each other out there and of course as always here in the wws radio network right here on talkshoot.com god bless everyone and we'll talk about you here tomorrow night of course here on revolution <clears throat> episode i believe 748 if i'm not too much mistaken uh and of course don't forget ladies and gentlemen since 2015 your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course the wcws radio network now let's see what we're going to see what, what is bumbling out of J.D.'s cauldron here in terms of our closing theme here tonight. And it's a Halloween tune I think everyone may know quite well. So here we go.
ಬಂದಿದ್ದಾನೆ another dimension with voyeuristic intention well secluded I see all with a bit of a mind flip you're into the time flip and nothing can ever be the same you're fixed out on sensation like you're into the gentlemen have a very have a very happy halloween and follow us here at wwu us of course we'll talk to you tomorrow night on revolution take care and god bless